0: You are listening to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators and startup founders from Europe. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Eric here from Innovators Can Laugh. And before we jump in today's show, we're doing a new format for the show, and I would really love to get your feedback. So feel free to send me a message on innovatorscanlaugh.com or through Twitter. And again, would really love to get your feedback. And so with that said, so today for the show, we're having Taras Chikovicius from, he is the CEO of FullReach.io, which is on a mission to help companies grow efficiently, get insights on customers, and disrupt the U.S. advertising industry. Taras, welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Hi. Right. Yeah. Before we dive in, I was just wondering, do you have any 2022 New Year's resolutions?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I do that oftenly. And this year, I don't know, I need uh, some sort of a sports shit challenge. One year I had, you know, I, I walked on foot basically all throughout Lithuania, so like 600 kilos or so. So this year I want to do something on the bicycle. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm just planning to actually have a bicycle trip from Vilnius to, uh, to Klaipeda, where my sort of, uh, you know, uh, fathers-in-law live and, and everything like that. So it's, it's probably a 400 kilo strip or something like that. So we'll see. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. All right. Okay. So in one sentence, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right. So, you know, first I'm a husband and I'm a father. I'm, I'm soon to be a two small children father. You know, I I, I have done a lot of different things in business. I've tried Different verticals. I've been a CEO or or at least leading you know, groups of people for I don't know ten years or so. And what I realized is I really like to innovate. I really like to create and start things from scratch. So that's what we are doing now at Fullerage. We are you know it's been a year of of starting a new startup and and launching stuff in US and and new market, new time zone, and everything like that. And it's been a very very good year for for me in, in many many respects. Yeah.
0: All right, fantastic. and congrats on uh, about to be a father of two little yeah. ones. I myself have a father of two little ones, and I know how hard it is to juggle, you know, work and and parenting and and family life. and but it looks like you're pretty young. It looks like you've got you've got the energy for it. If you're walking five hundred kilometers, then, you Obviously, you have the secrets <laughs> to life and juggling all this. It's just that a you're going to have to be
1: real you know, It's just an image, right? <laughs> I'm in marketing. Let's just remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So with every, with all of my guests, I'd like to get to know their personality uh, a little bit. So sure. first question for you here. Tell us what is a favorite song that you can listen to over and over again?
1: Oh... You know what? I've listened a couple of yours to podcasts and I re- like realized that you asked that. And I'm really, really, um, I'm a bit of an audiophile and I listen a lot of things and, and I know a lot of things. But probably for me, it's going to be Foo Fighters and it's going to be all my life. So this is something that I constantly, you know, catch myself sort of drifting or, or singing or, you know, doing something with, with okay. that song. Yeah. And it's probably going to be, I don't know. Uh, 15, 20 years, probably just singing that song. Which just reminds me that I'm not that young, <laughs> anymore. by the way. <laughs> it's, you know, but yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no, it won't. Because in one year, you're going to be singing uh, Baby Shark or something. <laughs> I else. already am. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, second question for you. What is a crazy thing that you have done to earn or save money?
1: Mm. Mm. Hmm. 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 I don't know how crazy I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit mellow with this, but, Oh, okay. So I've been, well, when I was still in school, 18 years old, I think I was selling, you know, pension funds for everybody, like up 40 plus. So I was like 18 year old financial advisor that would come in to, to your aunt or like anybody. And I would convince them to join this pension fund and they were doing actually great stuff. Like really it's the best pension fund still in Lithuania right now. But, but when I'm looking looking at it right now, it's, it's really crazy that somebody without any life experience and knowledge and basically anything would convince somebody to actually join a pension fund for all their life, you know? So it's like, ah, yeah. This is
0: Why on earth would somebody buy a pension from from an eighteen year old? That's the first thing you don't doing know right now.
1: I, I I don't know, but I was making so much money right now, right at that time. At least it seemed for me, it was such a good yeah. money, yeah. It just work on it what was like your average close rate i'm so curious so i would actually close i think 10 contracts a month which was not that much but i would earn probably a couple thousand liters by that time we, we still hadn't got the euro so it, it was like 600 euros or something like that. and at that time it, it was probably as much as my parents did so basically you know so i was earning a proper salary by just i don't know you know, convincing some people that it's a good idea. I knew a lot. Okay. I knew a lot about pension funds. Like I still do. It's like, I can still give you advice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're going to come back to this in a second. All right. This is so, this is so fascinating. All right. Uh, third question for you Tadas. what is a dish? Essentially, what is a meal mm-hmm. that you do not like? Uh, my wife she like she likes liver, but I I can't stand it. So,
1: no, this is the wrong question for me. I I probably eat everything, and I will try everything. Yeah, 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 I cook a lot myself, so like everything. I have one weird thing. I don't eat the raw apples, like you know, just not cooked apples. Because if I eat it, okay, the sound that you make when you are actually you know are crunching an apple, this apple crunch, it makes my yeah. my hair stand. It's like goosebumps on on on. Like all my body, so I don't eat apple, but other than that, no.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. I know. Sound. I know, Yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Last question for you. You know, what did you consider was rich when you were growing up? So, for example, <laughs> when I was a kid, I always thought that kids that were able to travel. Outside the state on vacation, to me that was, you know, oh there's those you know, that family's rich,
1: you know. Oh man. I mean, when I was growing up, we need to sort of remind ourselves that Lithuania was just out of the USSR. So like we were everything probably TV shows and like US and I remember Miami Miami Vice with all those Ferrari cars and everything. I was like, that's unattainable. There's something Something really far away. It's like a dream. It's it's, it's not a reality. But yeah. So this 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 is probably it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Crockett and Tubbs. My my dad used to love that show, and I still remember the theme song for it, the flamingos. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah uh, Don, he didn't wear any, any socks all the time. <laughs> he would have like a turquoise t-shirt with the white... It's suits. such a crazy show, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you look at it now, it's such a crazy show. But at that time, it was yeah. a proper thing, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it was such a cool show at that time. Okay, yeah. so now it's time to to play Innovators Can Laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I sent you a link. Why don't, we, why don't you pop open your phone? Wait a What second. are you going to do first? Mhm. Is that you're going to play it for about thirty seconds or up until it says pause? Uh-uh. And first, you're just going to hear a little bit about Lucas Kaminskis. He's the founder of Turing College. He uh-huh. is a fellow Lithuanian. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. So just start. Just go ahead and just go ahead and play it and just uh, hear the introduction I did for him. Kind of get to know him and and pause it when you get to the pause slide. Okay, let me know when you get to the pause, the first pause, uh-huh. and pause the video. All right. Okay, so mm-hmm. all right. So first question that I asked mm-hmm. Lucas is whether or not pineapple belongs on pizza. What is? What do you think Lucas said,
1: Taras? The popular opinion would be that it doesn't, right? I think it's going to be that it doesn't.
0: Okay. So why don't we go ahead and find out what he said. Press play up to the point where it says pause. And what did he say?
1: Yeah, wait a sec. I'm I'm just here. Yeah. No, it doesn't, right? Yeah.
0: That's right. It does yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got one right. Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, you got, you got <laughs> one right. All right. All right. Good. 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 Okay. That's that's one point. You know, at the end of the season, whoever has the most points, they're going to get a free gift.
1: Oh yeah. Right. So. Okay. You know, now it's just you. You just have right the there. stakes. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that free gift could be a poster of Miami Vice. You, you never know. You never know. Maybe that's, you know, some, some <laughs> turquoise
1: jacket or something. You know, nobody knows. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that'll, go, that'll go great in Lithuania, right? Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Next question I asked Lucas is, what was the model of his first car? Okay. Now, what do you think, Lucas, what do you think his first car was?
1: Do you need to, 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 to say the make and the model? No, just the make of it. It's going to be Volkswagen. I'm gonna be Volkswagen. Volkswagen, yeah. Okay, let's let's play the video and see. Let's play the video. Audi,
0: that's so close. Audi. Okay. All right. Audi.
1: Okay. Audi. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, no, it is very close. It's the same company, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just a clone. Yeah. 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 I drive a Volkswagen, so me too. Actually, good so, answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Third question I asked Lucas here is uh, what's something. That people do not know about Lucas, you're not going to find it on his LinkedIn profile.
1: No oh, man,
0: that's a very that's a very wide. I know it's very wide there. So, but you know, mm. think of about a talent.
1: That yeah, yeah, okay, that okay. Most people don't know about. Okay, he knows how to juggle. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's see what he said here. Go ahead and play that video <laughs> until the pause. Great.
1: Let's do that. <laughs> ah, What did he say, us? He was a dancer. Right. Okay. 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 We have a lot of dancers. Yeah. That... yeah. <laughs> Everybody. That's
0: not too far from a juggler. I mean, it's an artist, you know, it's some sort. So yeah.
1: You have to to know your body to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Last question I asked Lucas, and it was just, it was a fill in the blank question. Okay. Here is the uh, the thing that Lucas had to fill out. In the new Disney Channel original, mm-hmm. Lucas is struggling with blank for the first time. In the Disney Channel original, Lucas is struggling with blank
1: for the first time. <clears throat> okay i don't know struggling with love sure disney Okay, love love
0: love all right yeah you know i probably would have said the same answer there yeah right yeah i probably would have said love too but let's go ahead and play that video and see what he
1: says okay let's see
0: (laughs) and uh what did he
1: say taking taking over mars all right so he was Take, definitely thinking about Mars. Lucas from from, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I guess that's where he got that from. He yeah. yeah. I was pretty I was pretty surprised when he gave me that answer there. But yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, so far you got one point and you're in the lead. You know, we did this last week. Okay. And uh Lucas didn't get any any correct answers. So uh- you're you're beating Lucas already.
1: Maybe it's the one, <laughs> one point is the charm, maybe it's not,
0: you know, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay, let's jump into your career, particularly yeah. jobs you had before 2015. You've had a <clears throat> variety of jobs, yeah. including real estate broker, yeah. head of sales. One company, there was like a laboratory equipment. Yeah. What was the toughest job that you had before 2015?
1: Okay, before 2015. Yeah. Uh... You know, I had actually one experience that, you know, laboratory equipment was very, very tough because it was my company. We we started with a couple of friends. So it's like, it was really tough and I learned learned a lot, but probably professionally, I think the the most, you know, difficult part was to sell document organizing services I would sell like archiving services for companies. So you can imagine, I, okay. I was like twenty years old. I would come into a company with, you know, accountants and everything. And I was like, "Look at your documents. We can organize that, and we can make sure that they are <laughs> correct." It's such a boring job and such a, you know, not important thing to sell. It's it's really you yeah. always you know tenth priority to a person that you're talking to. But it learned me, like it taught me a lot about how to approach people, how to talk to them, how to make sure that you are, you know, pushing all the right buttons and and not to over push because you're never going to, you know, be as important as anything else that they're doing in their life and their job. So I think that experience was really, really powerful for me. Just understanding how to be that good guy, that nice guy that anybody actually likes to buy services from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 This was after the uh, pension, yeah, um, yeah. After insurance.
1: pension insurance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: How, how did you get into sales? I mean, you started at a very early age, it seems at 18. Well, how did you know you wanted to go into this uh, direction?
1: Okay. So I did this, I did the, I did the pension funds. Then I actually went to university and in the university, I was very active in student association. And in student association, you know, everybody just basically picks out what you can do and what cannot. And I, and, and I sort of uh, landed on a job of attracting new sponsors for our events. And I was just being on the phone constantly and actually just talking to them and convincing them that, Hey, it's a good idea to spend a thousand euros on, on, I don't know, you know, university party and, and buying them beer, you know, that that's a good plan for your company. And, uh, and I was doing it rather successfully and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the conversation and just, you know, promoting this. Okay. And after that year, I think when I realized that it takes nothing more than just to pick up the phone and talk to people and arrange stuff and things happen and suddenly you have a party for five hundred people and every and it's for free, you know, nothing cost you anything. It's amazing. Like I, I, after that year, I thought like, you know what? Somebody would actually pay me to do that, so I could, <laughs> I could earn money instead of just having a party. So, so yeah, so I <laughs> actually at second year at university, I was working full time I and I was selling those, uh, you know, things and, and stuff. Yeah yeah, so.
0: yeah. yeah. Obviously as you, as over time, you got better at what you did, but were you seeking out any sort of resources or books or any tapes that you can learn from other salespeople? Do you remember any of those <laughs> tactics?
1: Yeah, I do. But actually the most I think that I have learned is from managers that I've worked with or the CEOs or the people, because somebody who has actual experience in the field and, and be there and notice how every, you know, everybody acts and what is important and have those lessons. You know, I'm not a listener. I'm not a reader. I'm a listener. So I need to hear somebody talk and to explain to me some things so, so that I will learn. So that's why this is the way how I approach things. And even with the books now, I actually listen to the books. I don't read. And that works for me. Um, So I think the, the, the biggest, you know, lessons is always just, you know, observing how somebody actually makes it work and, and how, what is important and even asking their opinions and then really, really important in sales is listening. So listening to the client and listening to your manager is probably, you know, the best thing that you can do when you're going into sales. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Around 2015, you took over the role of country manager for Bolt. Yeah. How did you get? How did you step into this role? And uh, what were some of the obstacles that you faced in the role?
1: Uh, it was funny. Uh, I I was in a conference when where I saw Marcus talk, and Marcus, founder of Bolt, he was like 19 uh, at that time, and he was talking in this conference about the way they gr- grew and how they're gonna beat Uber. And I was like this guy is interesting. Like, and he was, and he's yeah. very smart. Marcus is really smart and he's really cool guy. And I was looking, listening to him. I was like, Hmm, that's an interesting company and an interesting, you know, founder and, and everything like that. And after I think three days, I received a call from, from both the hiring guy, uh, people. And they were like, Hey, you know, we see your profile. Maybe you would be interesting. And I was like, Hey, Marcus works there. I might go after this. And uh, and that's it. And I was there and it was, you know, it was still probably one of the best experiences, like working wise, working there. When I joined the bolt, we were two people in Lithuania. I was doing everything, you know, we were going in the streets and and talking with taxi drivers. We would actually, you know, convince them to join the company. I was kicked out of the taxi car. I don't know, 10 times probably because, you know, they were really not happy with what we were doing and you know, what was happening. So. and then
0: Did you pretend you were a, you were a
1: passenger oh, first, yeah, first to get you in just, the car? You just get the taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go and you just, you know, take me to the bar and they drive you and then you start talking and that's it. You know, it's just that, that simple. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's not difficult to reach a taxi driver anywhere. They are in a car that marked taxi, you know, it's it's... That simple, and then at the same time, like on parallel, we were constantly in the news. We were in the newspapers. We were, you know, the new company that is rivaling Uber and blah, blah, blah and 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 growing fast, and and nobody realized that we are like two people in Lithuania doing that stuff. You know, it's it's it, it was amazing to to be in that sort of position. I think when I left, we were already like ten people, and we grew five times a year. That was a very very cool experience. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. So by the time you left, what was the, uh, the headcount? count? Uh, 10 people. At, uh, well, yeah, ten, ten, yeah. 10 full-time
1: employees. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fascinating. And then you stepped into a role of uh CEO of foodout.it, which is a food delivery startup. Yeah. What did you, what did you like about this role? What surprised you about this role when you stepped into it?
1: Uh, very, very different experience. The, the, head of the board of food out actually convinced me to join Thomas Martunas. And he, and to to be honest, I definitely got more to do and over wider, you know, wider range of possibilities of what to do and what to make decisions on, because I was responsible basically for three countries and running a startup itself, not the, you know, country manager where you just relocate and, 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 and do things. But it was a very different experience. I, I remember going from 10 people and, and doing everything very quickly and growing quickly with small budgets and everything to probably a team of hundred mm-hmm. people. And it, it was a lot of more of administration and, and, you know, and, and the mass and processes were not there and, and things are not working. And the platform itself is like old and difficult to, to, uh it was hell of a year for, for a year it was, uh, yeah, but. But we managed to do very very cool stuff. I mean, we signed the first contract McDonald's in Europe where like not Uber e- Uber Uber Eats contract, right? So McDonald's has Uber Eats contract exclusively. They have a partnership for yeah. Uber Eats. So we managed to convince them that if the if the Uber Eats is not active in the market, they could actually choose somebody else. And Uber Eats were um, openly saying that they're never going to come into Baltics. It's like too small market for them. Okay. So we were like, come on, guys, they are openly saying that they are not going to come in. And you know that deliveries are like 20% of sales. You just like, it's there, but you're not doing this. And yeah, and we managed to sign them, which which was, you know, a, a very big victory for for Fuda, for sure, at, at that time. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that 20% is probably closer to 50% with COVID oh, yeah. now, maybe even higher than that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. And so after, after this role, there's a couple of other roles. Do you want to cut touch base on air guru or key or would you like to actually jump into foreach.io? I, again, you had so many different experiences. I don't, want to, I don't want to touch base on each one, but which one of these do you feel like, Hey, I learned a lot from this position that I was doing here. And uh, it really helped me with what I'm doing now at foreach.
1: At one time, my, my, my dear friend told me that like, Tadis, you you like change, change job every June, <laughs> What what's happening, like, is it, is it meant to be or something? And, and, you know, and every change is there and I know why it happened and, and what happened and so on and so forth. But I think, uh, let's just jump what we are doing here right now, because it's really it's, it's a life-changing thing for me I think we are approaching very very differently things and and uh, everything seems to be in the right place at the right moment at the right time you know and and we just launched actually a new product yesterday yes some guys are cleaning the windows. we just launched a new product yesterday actually for US market It's uh, is a product for it, for real estate professionals in the real estates place fee real- uh, Realty. Realty? yeah real fee. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely I think something that' gonna you know challenge the way companies are are buying advertising and 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 getting new customers, you know, because right now we have we are at situation that we have two behemoths, basically Google and Facebook, that everybody's you know I don't know spending ninety percent of their marketing budgets on and uh, and you are in the same loop of same companies, all of them actually doing you know the same things so we are we are building a product where you can actually go to real estate professional and say like, "Hey, maybe you want to be my ambassador and sell the products that I want for you know for that are designed for new home buyers directly yeah, to that yeah. home buyer and instead of going and paying to Google or Facebook to do some banners online." you would pay i don't know some specific amount of money for a real estate agent and they would actually promote you in person you know face to face with the client with somebody that they can yeah. they have trust yeah. with and they have built trust in in, in the you know 6 to 9 p- month period of time that they are working you know so yeah. yeah so that's um that's really i think powerful and we already have rather good traction and i i really want to be in that field to, to be able to to provide the opportunity to the companies to actually do that. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. let's just imagine it from the other side, right? So the companies that try to actually differentiate themselves in the digital space, it's so difficult to do. Google is just there, right? So whoever you are seeing or whatever you are, or are selling, you know, you try to be different, you try to be, I don't know, you know, your brand represents that or that, and, and you do this and this, and this is this cost, but it's just two clicks away to to go to your competitor and to read the same thing. And then the yep. the customer themselves feel lost. You know, they don't know what's the difference. You know, what's the difference between those five insurance companies that sell absolutely the same product, right? And then when you go not online, but to, to direct conversation, then imagine just somebody saying that, look, just go for, I don't know, Haggerty. You know, they're the best. And you just instantly yep. do that because somebody actually told you that instead of just reading it on, online, you know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different, yeah, it's a different game. I want to ask you real quick, what do customers get really excited about when they hear about your other business, FullReach.io? And this is a business that I believe is targeting uh, small and mid-sized businesses uh, in the U.S. currently. And when they discover the platform, you know, how, what makes their eyes pop wide open and get excited about it?
1: I don't know if you're going to like the answer. You know, we are... <laughs> We are we are a marketing consultancy, or basically we like to call ourselves marketing spe- spec ops. You know, spe- special operations people that are reasonable. So instead of instead of proposing you lots of different things that you can do and it costs you millions of dollars and everything, we're gonna look at your funnel. We're gonna look at your unit economics, and we're gonna actually propose you something that works, like that's in line. You know, and it might not promise you like thousand percent of growth every year, which is usually actually very difficult to achieve and not even possible if somebody promises you that. But we can actually go into channels that we know that works and and we know that we can predict how much would it would it cost and where you, we can actually represent the brand best. And our expertise is always in, in affiliates and in, in email marketing and in, in you know just nurturing your own clients that you have and, and making sure that you're, you know, doing the good job there. You're not over spamming, over pushing something, but you are, you know, delivering you a good message. So I think it's, you know, the differentiator for us is just that we are reasonable. We're not gonna, you know, try to extract the most money out of you. We, it's not our model. We 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 charge you differently. So that's that's okay. the thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. What markets are you currently serving for Full Reach? Full
1: reach? We are just focusing on U.S. uh, and U.S. is relatively large to focus on. So, uh, you know, yeah.
0: Okay. And um, is it primarily startups or does it matter what size of business and how long they've been in business?
1: Usually startups. Uh, Usually because uh, there is the biggest need. They are in a situation where the product is new, the company is new, they don't have the staff, they don't have the resources in place to actually do a good job. And that's why you probably need this you know outside team or outside expertise to help you, so that's why usually we are working with fire economy. It's going to be fintech insurers and real estate and you know it's it's just natural then that our first product real fee is in real estate and 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 serving the same clients basically you know and and helping the same companies uh, get the customers
0: okay, okay and Todd aside from your websites, where can people learn more about you
1: LinkedIn they can actually write me. I'm always available. So if, if anybody is interested in something, you know, just hit me up and and I will have a chat. And yep, and we'll see where. The famous, uh, famous singer in Lithuania said that, I will try to, you know, make it in, in English. He said that if a person is a person for a person, then a person is a person for a person. Meaning that if you are being uh, humane for another person, then that other person is going to be humane for you, and it's going to be in the same conversation. So it's like I think it's it's the saying that you know it's you will get the same that you give out. So I think if if you are being honest, if you are being you know, gen, you know generous with everybody and everything like that, it's going to come back to you basically, you know, and not necessarily in that moment, but probably later on. Like
0: nice, nice, nice. All right, thank you, Todd for being on the show. Everybody enjoyed. This conversation that I would us, look forward to seeing you guys uh, next week. And uh, again, if you have any feedback about the new format, we'd love to hear it.
1: Thank you yeah, very, thanks, very, very much. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It was a lovely conversation. Thanks. See yeah. ya. Thank, thank you.